0: Hello and welcome to MalaVision, the podcast that gives you the vision and the voice to be heard. Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Big Chat. I am your host for today. Well, I'm kind of like a host, a co-host, co-guest (laughs) It's the first time I've ever done anything like this. Um, A few weeks ago, I had the absolute pleasure of being asked onto a podcast by a young man called Malachi. um, And he has created his own podcast um, called Malavision. Um, We helped him. We've given him a little bit of help. We've given him a little bit of support and sponsorship. Um, The reason being because this young man is... It's a bit of a miracle and he's also only 15 years old. So if you're not aware of Malachi or Malavision, you certainly should be after this episode. But we're kind of sharing this episode because uh, Malachi has his own Malavision going out every Sunday morning at 10. I'm obviously on West Kent Radio DJing (laughs) on Sunday morning at 10. So we thought, how can we do this? Well, we'll just talk to each other. And you guys can listen and we can get across whatever we need to get across, can't we? So this, this is Malachi, everyone. Hi, Malachi.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks <laughs> for having me on the show.
0: You're welcome. You're excited, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So what? So where should we
1: start? Tell people that don't
0: know anything about you. Let's start with you first
1: so my name is Malachi and when I was 15 months old I was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor um I was put on an 18 month course of chemotherapy but then sadly at two um the tumor had grown too much and had squished my optic nerves and I couldn't see anything Mm. um and I think at first obviously as a child um you know it didn't really affect me um but I think as I got older I started to realize the impact it was having on me and I realized there was a massive gap in society about awareness um and especially with mental health because I was diagnosed with um suicidal ideation when I was only seven years old um so, I think that has brought me to do this podcast because I want to spread awareness that anything is possible mm. if you put your heart, soul, and mind to it.
0: That's amazing and that I mean that must at seven to have felt suicidal at seven. that must have been really tough for you, Malachi and your family
1: yeah, um, I think well the when it exactly happened um I just come back from one of my um, thirteen brain surgeries because uh, I've got hydrocephalus. This is my twelfth operation, and um, I remember rolling over in the recovery room and saying, or in the ward, and I said, "Mum, I want to die," mm. and Mum said, "Obviously, because you know, seven-year-old saying that not normal." <laughs> so she said, um, "Oh, how would you do it?" and i said um well i i jump onto a motorway mm-hmm. and with that we realized that there was that everything that had happened over the years it had bottled up and also that surgery had um actually affected my mental health mm-hmm. um and yeah so
0: what happened after that? What was the treatment? What was some of the treatment? Because obviously we met through our great friend Polly, at the Pickering Centre. Yeah, she's like our fairy godmother. She's, she's she is, isn't she? We yeah. love Polly and everyone at Pickering. Um, how did how did they come to help you, Malachi?
1: Um, so Pickering came to help me. So when I was um eighteen months, um, I joined Pickering um and so um i was with them till i was about six and then stopped going um but i've recently started going again and they're really helping me get back on my feet um Mm. so um i'm really excited for this so recently um i've just interviewed dame kelly holmes yeah um for anybody you can go check that out on the malavision podcast yeah um, available on all platforms available on all platforms <laughs> which I am so happy to say it was so weird because originally before um Chadie had to involved and told me about this amazing platform Acast <laughs> I was I was um I submitted my RSS feed to all the um individual platforms one by one yeah so obviously I couldn't do every single one cuz that would take I mean I mean, Coco, you know how many podcasting platforms there are. I do, um, but with Acast, um, you were it's able to be automatically put onto all platforms just by a click of a button. So it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I mean,
0: a little bit more than a click of a button, Giles no, would be upset. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> good Giles. But it, but it yeah. is, but it is like you say. This is something that you're doing. Why Why are you doing the podcast, Malika? Obviously, you want to help spread the word. Yeah. Is this something you'd like to do forever, or is it something you'd like? What What do you see the future with your podcasting?
1: Well, um, I I really want to do this um, full time. I think it is. I think it's it's a growing thing, isn't it? Mm. I think you know, podcasting is is really new. Mm. It's really niche, mm. and I think you know jumping on the bandwagon now is better because you know it's in high demand now and Mm. getting out there sooner you know
0: and i think it takes a certain skill set to be able to just talk freely to people and you can do that i mean when you when i first met you a few weeks ago and you kindly asked me to come on to to Malavision, you you actually recorded me with your phone yes and that was why I said to you well can I help you please yeah how about you borrow some of my equipment yeah and and that was all that happened but hopefully someone out there is going to help you set up so you don't need me oh I hope so we're always going to be friends obviously we're always going to be fellow friends but it's that's lovely that you want to do that and it's something you're passionate about and it also I think it really greatly demonstrates how someone Who's gone through so much at such an early age, can now be so accomplished. Because this must have helped your mental health
1: enormously. It definitely has. And I think and I think since you helping me, I I didn't actually realise how like naff the recording is on my phone. (laughs) Like, Like like it is good, don't get me wrong. But I think anybody can agree if you're tech savvy or into recording or know your stuff Mm -hmm. i mean i know coco will say that that doing it on your phone versus because i'm sure you've um ventured into looking at many different ways of recording um and i think the phone is great but i think this way and the editing makes such a big difference mm-hmm. and i don't think you realize until you've done it yourself
0: no i think people just think that you just sit down have a chat and then you just press yeah. a button and that's it they yeah don't, they don't
1: realize there's a process, no.
0: which is why it's even bigger deal and you need more help for you yeah, to do it because definitely you're doing this all on your own you know we've we've helped you for a few episodes but then yeah. you're then you're going out there into the world of television.
1: I know. And, and you know... Um, and you'll be great. I know. I will be. And I think, it, you know, there's a part of me that's really, really nervous. Mm. But, you know, a part of me that isn't very nervous, you know, um, I've, you know, uh, over the last 12 hours... I've been very proactive (laughs) and I have um, contacted many companies um, and um, small organisations, which I cannot say who, but one of them may be or may not be sponsoring me. Amazing. That's amazing. So I am. So, and guys, um, you know, I think, I think, Coco, you'll agree that I think for a podcast to be successful, you do need those sponsors. You do.
0: You need you need sponsors and you need help because you know, every everything that happens, everything from filming to editing to to my time, to your time, to other people's time, to my team's time. Unfortunately that does come at a cost. It does. And people don't appreciate that, I think. I think they think, Oh, it's a podcast, it's like a hobby. It's something fun to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love it to be my hobby, but it still costs me money because that's the way the world goes around. So you do need sponsors. And also on that, it's not just the money side of it, but it's the benefit that sponsors can get out of it because they get to they get a platform to be to be seen and heard on as well that is more digestible than maybe you know, I'm so, still read a magazine, of course, and still read the paper and still still digest media information in all those ways. But a podcast you can listen to anywhere, anytime. Yeah. I mean, that's why I launched the big chat was because we were in lockdown and there was no other way to speak to people. Whereas people were in, stuck indoors. You can listen while you're ironing. You can listen while you're cycling. You can listen while you're walking your dog. You can listen to the car. I mean, have you listened to yourself in the car yet? No. Oh, you've got to do that. <clears throat> That'll make you laugh so much When you go home today When your dad comes And gets you You need to find your episode On your Spotify You need to link it Into your car And play your episode With Dame Kelly
1: Holmes Really? Yeah Gotta do these things Do Do you think It creates a different atmosphere With the places You listen to it I mean for me
0: I, I think when I first started I would sort of critique myself I'd listen back and critique myself now I tend to not listen to episodes until they actually come out because I always go into an episode I don't you you do a lot of research you're you're quite different to me I tend to sit down Mine's mine's just a big chat, so I just sit down and ask a load of questions, and I, I I really don't want to know much about that person before they come on. That's just my style. But I'm I'm forty seven. You're fifty.
1: That, that's quite interesting because I um only started doing research because um i had a few constructive criticism comments saying that i should do research so i think now knowing that you don't do research i'm not going to do it i'm
0: I'm gonna so you're gonna get me into trouble manny Uh, no get me into trouble no but i think that
1: it's (laughs) so important isn't it to because i think I always find asking questions, you already know the answer. It feels a bit weird, doesn't it? Well, you overthink it a bit, don't yeah. you?
0: Because if you've got a... When I first started out, we would give guests almost like a kind of... Because people will always say, because they're nervous, what are you going to ask me? I mean, yeah. you're, you've you asked me that. I've asked you that. yeah. So they always say that. And if you give someone a list of questions or you say something what I found I was doing was I was giving people a list of questions and I just wasn't asking them no. because I'm too busy talking to you to be looking at a piece yeah. of paper or to be referring to something. And also it's just something that fluidly naturally happens then. And you're very good at asking the right questions. I mean, what, what questions do you want to ask me today? Cause we're sha- we're sharing this. This is uh, yes. our little baby. Uh, it's going to be on your platform and on the big chat and on YouTube. So what would you like to ask me Malachi?
1: Well, what, What did you do? Anyone
0: ask what I'm wearing? That's a bit rude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why do you why did you start the big chat? Do you think it was to sort of help with your mental health as well? Because obviously, we all um struggled with our mental health in lockdown, didn't we? Do you know what? It, it, It that's
0: a good question. The reason that I'd actually Giles Paley Phillips, I have to give credit to Giles Paley Phillips, who does an amazing podcast with Blank, who was our podcast producer and he got way ahead of the game he was way ahead of the game five or six or maybe even longer years ago and blank now has hundreds of thousands of downloads and they he's talked to wim hof dawn french uh, i mean you you name it he's talked to them um, yeah he's he's a legend Here's his is audio and he does lots of podcast productions for other people and he's a writer and he's a great friend of mine and he's a all round amazing individual. And many years ago, I said to him, I really should do one of these for the B2B industry, business to business, because, you know, it can be a bit dull. Um, But I wasn't ready. So I actually sponsored his very first episode of Blank. The very first episode of Blank is sponsored by Chatty Hatter um, to help him on his way. And actually another company called HR Revolution in Tunbridge Wells, she sponsored one as well. But that was going back a few years. And then in lockdown, as you know, I do the soapbox race. Yeah. I couldn't do the soapbox race in 2021. I had to cancel that. I I pulled the plug on that in January because I could see things were going wonky. And I, I didn't want my staff to be like up and down all over the place. And then obviously I couldn't have done it anyway. And it was stressful because I had a lot of people that were financially committed to that event, and you know that came with it a lot of stress. Yeah. But I did take someone on to work with me, and I I said I said oh, I've got this crazy idea because the space that we're in Malika, if I described it to you, it's it's kind of crazy. It's it's being. Graffitied by humour, the street artist Hugh Whittaker, who does a lot of work for mental health resources and other charities, and is a good friend of mine. It's got my big lips on the wall, and it's got a neon sign that Love Inc did. It's you've got you've got Freddie the flamingo behind you. You've got lots of flowers. You've got lots of furs. You've got big, big, big cushions with tigers, retro chairs, and crazy teapots. So it's a bit like a, it's a bit like an Aladdin's cave of of my sort of creativity and I wanted to create a hub where I kind of came and let my that side of my personality out and at the time when I said about doing it people thought I was bonkers yeah they were like what what are you doing? And I was like, well, I've just got this vision in my head that that's how I want it to look. Hugh from humor is amazing. He, he, he gets my vision. He, you're very lucky if you find someone that understands you, yeah. especially a creative or an artist. Cause I can say to him, he did my son's wall. He's got Sonic the Hedgehog and, um, Pokemon as wow. well. Oh, you would love it. It's it's like 3D. It's amazing. I mean, not so relevant for my son now. He's nearly 14. But when he had it six years ago, he was pretty tough with it. But it is amazing. It's yeah. a work of art. And Hugh understands me in as much as he knows, the same as my videographer James knows, that my humour, my sense of humour, my crazy zany taste, yeah. whatever you want to call it. So I couldn't do that through the soapbox. And... I couldn't get businesses to talk to each other and I couldn't get companies to communicate with each other. So I just thought, well, why not do a podcast then? And if we film them, obviously we had to be careful of COVID and restrictions. But very quickly, people were like, yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about it. And also it's relevant because everyone's coming out of the pandemic so they wanted to talk. Yeah. Now it is definitely becoming more for me about mental health because as it's evolved, I've suffered very severely with mental health issues. Um you know, it's, I've not experienced what you've been through, but I have spent 5 years being very deeply depressed and stressed and I've done something about that now and I'm in a very good place right now. And so I'm very interested to find out most magnificent people have been through some kind of pain. They've they've experienced something that's made them you know, if they haven't given up, they've gone on and done something with it. And that's what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah, and I and I think you saying that, um, it reminded me um of that saying, you know, the prettiest eyes have cried the most tears, the beautiful smiles have dealt the most pain. Mm. And I think and I think that saying is so true, and I think that's basically what you were just trying to get across. <laughs>
0: In a much longer way. Yeah. <laughs> You're much more succinct than me, Malachi. <sighs> you're very good with your questions. I remember when you when you interviewed me first, yeah. I was like, oh My God, this, this you're fifteen. It sounds yeah. about
1: forty. I know, I know. Well, what why what did you um what was it like when you um when you started to get involved in the soapbox?
0: Well, when I started to get involved, it was because Gary Jeffrey, you know Gary Jeffrey, yeah. he's been on your Malavision, Um, He had this crazy idea of a soapbox, and it was called Crazy Jeans because he had a venue called Jeans that was named after his, his mother, who passed away, sadly. Um, and he wanted to r- race down Major York's Road. <laughs> and um, he came to Chatty Hatter, we were doing their PR at the time, and he said, oh, would you be interested in the event? And all my, all my team was sort of going... And I was like, "Yeah, this sounds like a brilliant idea." And then the next thing, we've got six thousand people in Dunoon Park and thirty old carts racing down the hill. So, um, but it raises money for charity. Everyone yeah. that races, and obviously, we supported Pickering last year, and we're supporting Pickering this year, and yeah. Mental Health Resources and Nourish, and um, you know many others. It, it, it for me, it's an amazing platform. It, Gary did step away from it because he found it too stressed. So it's now my baby, but I always give him homage for it because without that great man's yeah. ideas, um, I wouldn't have been able to supersize it. And that's how we kind of work as a team now in, in work and life, really. He's my yeah. life partner. So he has an idea and I just go a bit crazy with it and go, oh, well, let's do this. But yeah. like I did with you, Malachi. Sorry.
1: I mean... <laughs> you totally you totally <laughs> take me up my shell you have you know <laughs> thinking about you know um you know 2 months ago i was recording on my phone and it was you know all on you know you know, only a couple I remember it was on Spotify, Anchor, Deezer and TuneIn. Um and if you don't know, if you haven't seen from my Instagram, those have all gone now. Um I got the uh, final email saying that they've um been successfully deleted from the podcast database. Mm-hmm. Um and I think in a way it made me sad, but in a way made me happy because it has made me realise that I've started this new journey Mm. and that, you know, this is, you know, I'm in a much more... I'm more likely going to be successful doing it like this now than what I was doing it before.
0: But it's also you're evolving. Yeah. And it's also helped your confidence. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the thing, is that you've got such a powerful story and a message to get across to people. But that doesn't mean that you have to be... You can be strong, but you can be humble, can't you?
1: Yeah, and I and I think, you know, I think that's something I tell my younger self. You know, what would you tell your younger self? <sighs> God, that it just be
0: kinder to myself. I gave myself a really hard time when I was younger. I blamed myself for a lot, and um, and then i yeah, I was just I was just sad. you know i'd 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 give my younger self a hug and i didn't have a great childhood
1: do you think um when did you realize that you needed to get support for you know your not so great childhood because we briefly spoke about it in my old podcast
0: yeah i went well my father passed away in 2018 he passed away Three months before the first soapbox. And my best friend, uh, Robert Spurgeon, passed away on the, the 18th of March. So about a month before my father. So I, I actually had the funerals the same week. I was meant to do the soapbox in May and I had to move it to June. Which ended up being on my birthday and Father's Day weekend. So that was quite painful. Um, but enjoyable as well. Because I got to celebrate my dad. Yeah. Um, you're throwing me off there. I'm totally thrown off. <laughs> I've gone into my my little headspace of where I was going with that. I think for me, um, it, it this this helps me now because what I didn't do when I was younger that I now realise and own that I am good at is communicating. And even though I've had an agency called Chatty Hatter for twelve years and it's run successfully, I've never actually really embraced my creative side. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, you know, I've got a gift to the gab and I can chat away to you and I can sell a few things. And, I, you know, people always go, you can see the sand to the water, yeah. what the Arabs, whatever the saying is. But I didn't realize how creative I was no. and how many ideas I have. So I love coaching because I love getting the gold out of people. I love seeing people grow more confident. I love coming up with crazy ideas, like for events and things like that. So I think that has helped my mental health massively. Because it's given me more confidence in myself, and it's also meant I've got to know myself better. So, if you don't know yourself, no. you're lost.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and I think, and I think um, I, you talk a lot about the soapbox, and I think. Um, and I think the soapbox has probably helped your mental health, hasn't it? Because it's given you something to do. It's given you a purpose, I guess.
0: It, it That, you know, that is an arguable one. Because if you ask Polly from Pickering Cancer Dropping Centre, she'd probably send, say it sent me to nearly to a nervous breakdown last year, if not possibly one. Um, <laughs> I lost a lot of money doing the soapbox because people see it all shiny and they don't realise how much it costs to put an event like that yeah. on. And they don't realise how much stress is involved. And they don't realise how much passion is involved. And it's me and my team of two or three that are doing it. Fortunately, now, I've got a lot of people in the town behind it. And people are buying tickets and wanting to come. And that's great. So, yeah, this year has been better. But actually, it's it caused me a lot of mental stress. But... I persevered with it because I believed in it. Because what I get from it, when I help charities, when I see those people on the day laughing and happy and... Oh,
1: someone's... Sorry, that's my phone.
0: That's all right. We could, you know... We're, we're keeping it real. It's in the moment, Malachi. This is Mal- Malavision. That's what's happened. Someone wants to talk to Malachi. It's not, you know, it's go. not just me. Yeah. But it's it's when you see the people, and we've raised over 3,000 for charities now across the last three. Oh, hold on. Let me do
1: Double tap and hold talk back on. There we go. Right. Could you
0: please just be quiet, little phone? We're just having a little chat. Okay. And But if, yeah, yeah, when you see the, it, It gives a platform for the community to come together, for children to have a great day, for businesses to bond and for charities like Pickering Cancer Dropping Centre and others to be raised, not just money, but awareness around them. That is what I love. And I love helping people and that helps my mental health. So even though it started off quite painful because it was quite hard to do and stressful and lots of people told me to give it up, Malachi, I can't tell you how many so many people told me I was mad but actually what I get back from it it's, it's a risk to ratio as yeah. my dad would say
1: life is a risk to ratio and are you excited for the um I don't know if i said, say that, but the open evening on Thursday yes I am I mean it might have
0: happened by the time this comes out but yes, yes I am are yes. you excited I am
1: <laughs> yeah i'm excited yeah we're gonna have a launch evening
0: we're gonna be doing it at the um stoner group um hyundai mg uh their their showroom down on the industrial estate oh, lovely. we've got jamie cook who owns spn studios in time of drills and seven eight she's she's known as dj cookie she's going to be doing some dj in there so there'll be some beautiful music and then we've got um and some amazing canapes and non-alcoholic beverages from the Counter Edition, which is um, one of our long-time racers, who should still be racing if you're watching this, <laughs> Wendy Reed, HR Revolution. I'm going to shame her now, Malachi. Um, <laughs> but her brother, Robin Reed, he's doing the food and, and drinks. And then, oh, of course, we get to talk to all the amazing charities that are involved. And we and get a few photos, hopefully, in the papers.
1: And I think that's so important, isn't it? I think... I mean, this is going to sound really bad, but... But think, I'm going to say it anyway. I think publicity is so important nowadays. Of it is. We, you know, I... I this is going to sound really bad. I thrive off publicity. Is that bad? No, it's not bad,
0: but I think it's very easy when you suddenly... This would be some advice I would give to anybody. When you're suddenly propelled into the limelight, which... Sometimes you can be. Like the first year we did the soapbox, it was so big. It was bigger than we ever imagined it to be. And suddenly I'd gone from no one knowing who I was to everyone knowing who I was. And that's not me being like, oh, everyone knows who I was. But it did go like that. Yeah. And that can go to your head. You've got to keep a lid on that. Yeah. You've You've got to keep your feet on the ground and stay grounded. Because thriving is one thing. But it's like, don't let it run away with you. No. Remember... Where you, where you came from, remember your roots, remember why you're doing this, because it's so easy to get caught up in the excitement and then you might lose your story a little bit. And I know you won't do that, Malachi, because your story is so strong, but... Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that, that that's... So it's, it's good to thrive, but it's good to remember how you got here.
1: Yeah, and I think... I think it's amazing. And I think you... You know, I think you have to, like you said, remember who got you there. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you and Polly got me to where I am today. And you know, without you, I wouldn't be able to be sitting here with you being interviewed. Oh,
0: bless you. And without Polly, you wouldn't know me. Yeah. So Polly's like, you and know, I wouldn't know. Bigs up to Polly. I
1: wouldn't know. Um, I wouldn't be able to be interviewing Rosemary Schrager. Well, yeah, but,
0: and Dame uh, Kelly yeah. Holmes. I mean, Dame these, Kelly. I mean, yeah. who? I mean, you've got better guests than me, for goodness' sake. What's going on here? You're going to be like overtaking yeah. me on the on the subscribers, Malachi. Give me like my competition. I would la- absolutely love to see you thrive. Malachi I would absolutely love it and I have no doubt that you will because you're a splendid young man and you're an inspiration
1: and I'm sure I will you know and you know it only takes one person you know it will take one person to you know help me thrive you know (laughs) just that little bit more you know like you've helped me get that little bit yeah but like you know like donating like things like um a (laughs) road
0: he wants a roadcaster did you not notice uh, like a yeah. roadcaster we've I'd got lo- a whole list of things that malachi needs we can put them under this episode for anyone that's if you haven't already sponsored him by now we can put it all in there yeah. underneath yeah. but i think that's the thing isn't it yeah it's important that people hear your story yeah. and understand and there will be lots going out about your story they should listen to your episodes that you've already put out already yeah. and then get behind you and sponsor you on this journey because Definitely. as you know we're a we're a podcast production agency and much as I would love to do everything for you forever, it would then become a hobby and I would then become a charity, (laughs) which I'd quite like, but I'm being told by my accountant I can't do it. (laughs) Shame. (laughs) I know, damn that accountant. Ken, damn you. Uh, Stop giving me such good financial advice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, listen, you, you have been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we've now got got it on youtube too i know it's gonna be exactly. so exciting so even though you don't get to see it you've got to feel it i know thank you and you're gonna be fab thank
1: you so um, much and guys if you if you if you haven't got bored me already you can <laughs> follow me on facebook instagram tiktok and twitter at malavision 2023 and if you're interested in doing any sponsors for me you can email malavision m a l a vision 23 at gma.com look forward to hearing from you and i will see you next week for another amazing episode thank you so much coco for having me on
0: you're so welcome and thank you so much for for bringing some joy into my life you really are you're an absolute joy oh thank you all right well i'll probably speak to you tomorrow so we'll sign off now but i'll chat chat to you later all right manny take care take care bye